It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell. BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show on the air from Jenny Craig Pavilion here in San Diego where BYU is a road winner, 88-82. The Cougars now 4-2 on the WCC road and four straight wins for the Cougs who stay solo second in the league at 9-3 as they go to 17-10 overall. Coach Dave Rose now joining us courtside. And uh, Coach Rose, what an exhilarating win uh, for you and the guys. That had to be a fun one to celebrate here. Yeah, it's it's fun now that it's over. But the, <laughs> the grind during the game, the guys were just – uh, I just really, I'm proud of them because they, 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 it looked like maybe San Diego was going to put us away a couple, two or three times, and the guys just, uh, they had a, a tremendous resolve to uh, continue to guard, and obviously that's, you know, we score 88 points, and that's in overtime, which is a, a, obviously a really good number. But defensively, 12 steals, 18 turnovers, that's where we won the game. We won the game with active hands, with active feet, with, with just staying, you know, uh, engaged. Uh, I think early in the game, um, you know, in the rotations and help, it was maybe one or two passes, and then the third, fourth, fifth got us, and then we got better as the game went on. And and they're good. They're they're really good at getting you in rotation, and then they, you know, pass, pass, pass. They got four guys always on the floor that can shoot threes, and um, and I, I just think our resolve got better as the game went on, and uh, we had so many chances to kind of get the game tied or get the game, you know, get ahead, and then it never happened. And then they go, they oh, they go up two or three or five or six, and then we come back and have another one possession, you know, game, and we don't get a score, and and finally we got that lead, and then it, it seemed really, you know, real for the guys as far as let's let's finish this and make it happen. Twelve steals, season high. Eleven threes in a game season high and 11 of 21 coach 52 percent three-point shooting is that number kicked around for you tonight and i go back to turnovers plus nine and points off of turnovers maybe the decisive factor tonight. yeah and and you know the, the thing is is that um that's that's that just tells you how good a team um you know san diego is because you, you we got all these season highs trying to figure out a way to eke out an overtime win you know and uh and the guys battled, battled through it and got it. And we're going to get them up at our place here in another week or two. And uh, I mean, I, I think Sam's doing a great job. I really like his team, and I think they're they're together. And and you look at, you know, I mean, you look at some of their numbers. You just wonder how he's probably shaking his head, wondering how he lost the game. They shot 52% from the field and 42% from three and 80% from the free throw line, and had 30 out rebounded us, 34 rebounds. But it's it's on that. Had 18 assists, but they but they turned the ball over 18 times, and that's uh, that's how we got them. Another reason you got them was uh, T.J. Haas. I mean, that was an amazing performance as an all-timer, and to, to win a game like this, I think you sometimes need that kind of performance. Has 18 shots tonight. Only had a couple the other night, it seemed. And uh, did did you see something with San Diego that you thought maybe this is a game that T.J. could have a big night? Well, I I think that the staff, you know, we challenged T.J. the last couple of days that just that. You know, for us to to be, you know, where we want to be and to get what we really want is that, you know, he, he needs to be a little more aggressive. And I think we did the same thing with Nick. And, and uh, you know, Nick hit a huge shot coming out of a timeout that kind of got us got us rolling. But his defensive effort tonight was tremendous. But I, I think that, that TJ, 
he he had uh, you know a real look in his eye tonight that we can split these ball screens and I can find areas to get in there and 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 the post guys as physical as they are they rotate a little bit slow and he he tacked at the the closeouts and and just was really aggressive and then we you know we ran a couple um, you know plays for three point shots and and he you know he buried those and um, you know it was three for five from three and. Got a lot of help. Got I think it's the first, maybe the first time all year that we had three guys shoot. I mean, make three threes uh, yeah. in a game. And Yo had three, and and McKay had three, and and uh, TJ had three. And you know that's that's what it takes. You got to make plays and and get her done. And the, the guys did. You mentioned McKay, and that's where I want to go next. He goes three of four from the arc tonight. And by the way, he is the WCC's leading three-point shooter by percentage in league games right now. He went to halftime without a, without a field goal make. He has three threes in the second half, and his last one gives you your first lead of the night. 70-69 to 69 with 4.23 to go. That put you over the hump, finally. And that, that was, I mean, it was a huge shot. He had just come into game, but he was wide open in the corner, which is a good shot for him. And, you know, he just continues that consistent play. Uh, four assists, one turnover. I mean, his probably turn, uh, assist to turnover ratio is probably the best in the league. He's now 16 to two over his last number of games. Yeah, and so, and and then you you got to go down, you know, the list to find the guys playing. I think the only thing that we could probably really challenge as far as our frustration level tonight is our free throws. You know, at the free throw line over and over, and some, you know, coming up with 0 for twos and a lot of one for one. I mean, uh, one for twos and. Uh, but in the overtime, we shot him better. And um, but I, I, like I said, I like the, the just the resolve, and I like the kind of the the energy and chemistry from this group. And and I thought the bench was great all night. We had an unbelievable three days uh, with our um, our second group, our scout team, uh, executing their stuff. And I thought that it really helped us. Our ability to turn them over 18 times. A lot of that credit's got to go to those guys and how the, how hard they played and executed in in those three days of practice. Now tomorrow's going to be interesting because we, uh, you know, probably the most important thing we need to do is to recover and, re- and yeah. rest a little bit. But um, the preparation for LMU will and they're they're in a tough one here uh, tonight with with uh, with the Zags. So uh, we'll get up to to LA and and then find, figure out what we're going to do tomorrow. Zags pulling away a little bit right now. LMU actually had a lead, I think, at the under eight, and uh, Zags up 11 now with about uh, 120 to go up there in L.A. On Coach Rose's free throw note, and then we'll take a break. There was a point tonight where BYU was 9 for 11 at the line, and they had just made eight in a row. Then they went 3 for 10. (laughs) Then they finished off, and this is the the best note, then you finished off making your last five to seal the deal. And, and, you know, the 3 for 10 was... You know, during a time when we could have built the lead yeah. a few times, and then you know a couple of them were trying to you know tie the game up, and it was just. Uh, um, but I, I, like I said, I, I don't think the guys ever really um, got their heads down to a, a spot where they didn't believe this was going to happen for us, and that's where we've really matured, and that's where we've really grown, is that these guys in the huddles, talking to each other and encouraging each other. Um, you can just see some, you know, real growth in uh, our resolve to get this done. All right, Coach Rose and the Cougs going to get on a plane tonight, get up to L.A., and we'll let Coach get there as soon as we have closing comments coming up in our next segment here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 
BYU a winner tonight in overtime, 88-82 over San Diego. And the Cougars improved to 9-3, solo second in the WCC. Coach Dave Rose with us. And is this a time of night when we take a look at our big-time performance of the game brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. And while we applaud Yoli Childs with a 35th career double-double, 27 points and 12 rebounds, it's uh, TJ Haas' career high, 35 points tonight, helping BYU in a great measure to the win. And he made 10 of his 11 free throws uh, for the Cougs as well, including big ones to seal it late. And he had seven assists. And, Coach, that's the that's the eighth game this year where he's had seven or more assists in a game. Yeah, and, and, and 77 is obviously a really good number, but look at the turnovers. I mean, he had the ball in his hand all night running that thing. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of switch off a little bit. We'll put TJ at the, at, on the wing when, and let McKay run a few of our sets. But, um I mean, he's a guy that's that's pulling the trigger and making plays and balls in his hand a lot. And only turned the ball over one time in 39 minutes, yeah. 35 points, three big defensive rebounds. I mean, he's obviously deserving of the of the. Well, what did he score at Pepperdine? Because Pepe had a 30 point. 34, game, right? 34 yeah. at Pep, yeah. So uh, those are two big road wins, and you know you you get guys making big plays and uh, you know attacking and going down the stretch, and you know I, I just think that. Uh, the guys have so much confidence in him, and then his confidence is, I think, really increased uh, as this year has grown and gone through. And so, I, I hope it doesn't take 27 from Yo and 35, you know, from Teeds to to win the game on Saturday. But if that's what it takes, hopefully we get it. Well, TJ no longer has to deal with uh, being the third highest scoring member of his family either. <laughs> BYU. He passes that Marty tonight. Right. Yeah, I was asked that in the print in print media, and he said, you know, how do you feel about that? And I, the only thing I kind of you know, regret is I didn't get a chance to coach Marty, you know, because uh, if I had coached Marty, boy, I'd, I'd mm-hmm. been here a long time. But the, he, he was he was he fun was to watch. Awesome. Mark got to coach. play with him. And awesome. he was so fun to watch. I just remember as a you know, high school coach, uh, you know, watching, you know, BYU play. And he was a – he's just, you know, his, his his kids are just like he was, just fierce, competitive, and, and wanting to have the ball at the end and make plays and win games, man. 15 uh, three-point attempts from San Diego in the first half. It, they were hurting you from the three-point line, only six in the second half. What, What's the difference there? You know, we, we did a much better job of tagging them in, in transition in the second half. But they, they were, you know, I, I, we challenged our guys and knew that the way they got beat the other night at Pepperdine is just you just get stung like that. And I can just imagine what the feeling was here and had their preparation and their practices. And they were just itching to get out there. And they got off to such a great start. You know what it kind of reminded me of is it reminded me of a, a San Diego State game as, as how we just couldn't, we, we you know, we, we got the shots we wanted. We couldn't make them. They were a little bit physical to, with us, and we didn't, you know, adjust to that as well as we could. And then they were off to the races, and they were shooting threes before we ever got set. And Olin Carter, I think, made his first three or four. And, um, you know, uh, it was just one of those um, times when we were trying. Tyler Williams, Williams, I think, had one. And and, and that that was the deal. I think they got up, they got up 14 quick. And then um, the guys cut into it again. And then we go, you know, into the halftime at down nine. But the second half, they were uh, – we were just – we were so much better in every aspect. And plus, I think that we kind of wore them down a little bit, too. You got LMU here uh, in less than 48 hours because you got an afternoon game on Saturday. And they fell to Gonzaga tonight 
by 13, and that sounds kind of like the USF game where Gonzaga was down late, went on a big run to win by 13. They were down late in this one and go on a run to win by 13. You know, LMU's played Zags good both times. I think that uh, that 73 might be their low for the season, except for when they played them before. I think they scored 74 points or something like when they played them up there. So. We know LMU is a, a really good team. They're going to con- try to control tempo. We did a great job uh, at our place of controlling their best player, which was James Bateman. And uh, we'll, we'll get the stats, get the film, and, and uh, put a game plan together. And, you know, the, the early tip will be – it'll be interesting to see how we respond to that. But uh, I know our guys will compete because we're in a great mind, mind frame right now. Yeah, 73 coaches right in both games against LMU for the Sags. Hey, did your bus uh, have a little slow commute to the game tonight? Were you a little bit of traffic coming here tonight? Or there was a, a lot of traffic. Okay. <laughs> when it rains here. You don't even like, know. So <laughs> so uh, we had the traffic, too, got here. Mark uh, got stuck in traffic, and it was so bad, he literally got out of the car let Merrily stay with the car. He walked three miles. <laughs> and Uber got him a little closer to campus, but he was walking to the game just to get here. So was it raining or had it stopped raining? It had stopped, then? fortunately, yeah. but uh, it was it was comical. I was walking <laughs> along the freeway trying to talk to Ben Bagley and trying to get an Uber, and it was nuts. But I'm glad I made it because this was fun tonight. Hey, we've all got we've all got wild stories of getting to the game over our, our career, and it's uh, – it's funny how the weather can uh, can can make things a little bit difficult, and that's what it did here. I mean, it rained all day yeah. long, and uh, you know, I, I watched the Weather Channel for a minute, and it looks like there's a lot of flooding in the county and, and up in Palm Springs, and hopefully everybody's good. But uh, this thing was, I think, was supposed to pass out of here tonight, and hopefully we get some good weather tomorrow. Well, fighting spirit from the Cougs, fighting spirit from the color guy, and uh, BYU comes out an overtime winner. Congrats, Coach, and we'll see you in L.A. All right, thanks a lot, Coach. All right, that's Coach Dave Rose. We're back to wrap it up here next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.